0: for listening to today's unfiltered podcast episode brought to you by InstaSize. Follow us for more behind the scenes content from creators you love. So, everybody tuning in, we are here with Lisa from the Instagram handle by Lisa Lynn. Hello. Thank you for joining us in Cuba. Thank so, you for having me. <laughs> I know it's been quite the adventure. Um, the humidity is intense, but you yeah. guys have all handled it so, so well, and we're very appreciative of you joining us. Thank so you. if you could kind of sum up your Cuba experience in three words thus far,
1: what would they be? exciting, humbling, and Um, I would say, this is not one word, but like kind of like a learning lesson. A learning lesson. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into traveling to Cuba that I don't think people are
0: fully aware about, Um, and I know it's very difficult to travel into Cuba. Is this your first time being here? Yes, it is. Amazing. So is there any specific shooting location that stood out to you while we were
1: out? Honestly, just walking through town. For me, I have more of a photographer eye, I believe. I don't even know if that's worded correctly, but it's just me looking at just Capturing people in their most candid and natural moments versus like having to go and pose or whatever. I love capturing content where it's in the moment and then that way I can explain the story behind the photos. Amazing. I was gonna, the next thing I was gonna bring
0: up was kind of like your creative process because obviously we've been following you around the past three days and kind of
1: watching you create. So, what is it that you look for when setting up a shot specifically? Storyline. So for me, I have a very creative imagination. So if I'm seeing like two children out on the street playing and there's like a beautiful light in the back of behind them, it's just a very natural moment that shows the innocence of a childhood or just like how great it is to be outside. Because obviously, our generation is so hooked on social media and technology that you don't see kids playing outside anymore. Like, yeah. well, like how I grew up and being able to see that here has been really great. Being disconnected has been. I, actually really amazing. So what do you shoot with? I shoot with a Nikon Z6 um, and then I also do a couple film cameras. Now, do you share your film on social? Have you ever
0: thought about maybe starting a separate account? Or do you share that on your Instagram? Or is that kind of just
1: like your own personal hobby? I actually do share some shots. So I mainly share it through the blog. So when I do travel guides lately, I've been using the film shots over digital, digital, just because I love the tones and the moods and the cap. It's so much easier to carry a film camera, especially like a point and shoot film camera, versus like a DSLR, which is heavy. Um, So they mainly go on the blog, and sometimes they go on um, my Instagram feed. Most of the time, the tones from the film camera matches perfectly with my feed, so they'll be on there.
0: Amazing, okay, speaking of feed, so first impressions are everything, and looking at your Instagram page, it's very like clear that you're extremely creative. You're an <laughs> outside-the-box you. thinker. That's <laughs> um, why we brought you here. We love the content you create. Thank but you. But what would you want a new follower visiting your page, like what would you want your first impre- their first impression of you to be?
1: Um, that I'm human. Human. So, like I do list on my bio that I'm all about self growth and mental health awareness and I want people to understand that you don't need to be perfect um, that it's okay to have mistakes and flaws and even what you see on Instagram obviously is never 100% real it's filtered it's curated it's photoshopped <laughs> and it's it. completely fine to be 100% yourself and that's what makes you unique magnifique <laughs>
0: um, so it's a common issue in your field um, I've talked to several influencers who have kind of touched on this you know kind of finding yourself in a creative funk yeah. um, have you ever experienced something like this yeah all the time I
1: like I love writing so I get writer's block and just the same I get creators block our okay. creative block um, and it it gets really frustrating especially when you're expected to create every single day you're expected to upload and over the last four years of being in this industry I've learned how to just set boundaries and if I don't feel like shooting that day I won't shoot if I do have a campaign and I don't feel like shooting we'll just try to do something quick and easy not put too much pressure on it because we want it to be as organic and natural as possible okay
0: and so have you done anything in particular to kind of help you break out of that creative funk um, learned any
1: new processes yeah so this year we started doing a lot more stop-motions we initially did a couple just a few for campaigns back in 2014 um, and we started doing it more heavily this year just so that I can capture more of the moment. Versus looking at a still photo, you can actually see me interacting in some sort of way. Okay, so in my line of work,
0: I obviously keep a lot of um, eyes on like social trends. Do you notice a lot more people kind of switching to video or doing more video, video concepts on the feed, on stories? What have you kind
1: of noticed? Well, I've noticed that I'm more attracted to video. So okay. a lot of the people I follow now are more, more videographers than anything and I just get inspired by them Um, and I've been following more stop-motions and less of like the fashion and the travel. Do you want to shout out any um, videographers out there that you look forward to inspiration? Uh, Andy Toe is definitely one of them for sure Andy Toe and his fiance Jalen are amazing together they do awesome work I love them actually can't wait to meet them next month so in <laughs> New York, right? Yes, in New York. <laughs> so exciting. Um, have, I
0: guess, during this process in Cuba, um, ha- had you known any of the girls prior to? making
1: it here to yeah. shoot with us. LA Travel Girl, which is Layla. I've met her a couple of times. We did celebrity cruises together, and she's just been so sweet.
0: I love it. I, that's one thing that I've definitely noticed doing creator tours is kind of the synchronicity of like creators we work with, yeah. and just watching them do stuff together is really cool, because I feel like that's not a common thing, mm-hmm. at least on like press tours and what have you. So it's great watching you guys interact. Um, we personally get a kick out of it. So it's been so fun. Doing amazing. We love it. <laughs> um, how do you refer to yourself when talking about what you do for for
1: a career, when it's like meeting new people, your family? I would say blogger. Um, just because I do write, and I have a blog, and I had the blog before, I had the Instagram, and writing's always been my passion. Um, to my parents though, because they're from Vietnam, they don't really understand what I do, so they just think I'm a model. Yeah. <laughs> do they follow you on Instagram? Do they have Instagram? <sighs> Unfortunately, yes. Yes. My <laughs> it's mom, kinda creepy. She literally reacts to every
0: single thing I post on stories, it's very cute, but I get excited when I get right. DMs, and they're from my mom. So
1: never interact with me they just watch my stuff and then when I go visit them they're like oh I saw that you were with so-and-so the other day and like it was really creepy one time that i brought them to meet my friend I invited him to uh, to lunch and she goes aren't you the what guy in her photo the other day I was like where did you see this photo yeah like, <laughs> they're keeping tabs Yes. With <laughs> um, what is the biggest mis- misconception about your field of work that it's so easy yeah and people don't think of it as a job, and I would honestly say a nine-to-five job is easier than what we do because they don't realize the behind-the-scenes. Absolutely. We actually, like, when my first two-three years, I was working basically 24/7. Yeah. Because you have your are you're a you're a creative director, you're a photographer. Well, for me, I'm a photographer. Then you got the post-processing. You're doing analytics. So you're generating reports. You're your own marketer. You're your own promoter. You're your own accountant. And then chasing after invoices is always. but (laughs) you're literally one person running a whole entire business and if you're fortunate enough to like grow your business to get assistant and to like get a full team that's amazing but I would say a majority of us are just doing it on our own. I was gonna say do you work with a team or is it just you? It's me and my boyfriend and I'm fortunate to have an amazing manager that I annoy every single day. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Rick. (laughs) But when it comes to like creating the content it's just you and your boyfriend, your partner sometimes. Mm -hmm.
0: Wow, so that is a lot to kind of handle. Yeah. I know being out here, I mean, there are days where we wake up at 7 a.m. and we're not back to the hotel until, you know, 7, 8 p.m. So the days are extremely long, but you manage it very, very well. Thanks. Um, (laughs) Aside from creating content full-time,
1: is there anything else that you're also balancing Yeah, so currently, uh, I just started grad school about three months ago, so I'm getting my master's in marriage and family therapy, and that's a four to five year process, so I got a long way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So that was gonna, bleeds into my next question perfectly. I was gonna say, is Instagram, can you imagine
1: Instagram four or five years down the road still being a part of your life in conjunction with what you're doing? I mean, yeah, I think it'll still be around, but I just don't know if another platform's gonna pop up and try to compete. You never know in this industry, and I really can't say. And um, at this moment, I'm just focusing on what I can and what I can possibly do with what I have.
0: Amazing, and then to close us off, I wanted to kind of have you brush on um, what you think is either the best or worst part of social media. You could touch on both, you could pick one and roll with
1: it, whatever you feel like. Um, The best part, uh, it's always meeting new people. Yeah. Like, there's no way in hell I would have met like half my friends that I've met um, without going on these press trips or through blogging and being able to connect with them on a creative level. Uh, it makes you feel good that you're not alone. Like having people to express your problems with in an industry that's still relatively new is great. So I love the connection that Instagram has brought me. Downside obviously is that we don't have any control over the app. It's not ours. At the end of the day if it crashes we can't do anything about it and it's it's a little scary not having control over that and that's why I still have my blog and still focus heavily on that. So That would be the downside that we have no control over our social media platform. And you know we have brought this up in the office before how Instagram is kind of
0: monopolized itself. Like any content you put on Instagram is just owned by this Instagram island right yeah. and you're kind of at the mercy of the algorithm yeah. you know there's all this talk about the scary algorithm yeah <laughs> um, do you keep up with that or, or how do you balance like the constant changes to Instagram
1: uh, well I do uh, follow later's blog they they're Same. always up to date with their social media stuff and I mean I, I play it by ear there are a lot of things that are myths um, and there are a lot of things that are just more hearsay and you never really know what's working, what's not working. Like, you don't even know if the algorithm is real. Yeah. yeah. So it can also just be your content is shitty and maybe that's why people aren't following and nobody wants to
0: hear that, so. (laughs) Preach, preach. Um, (laughs) Awesome, well if you guys wanna check out Lisa's um, work, uh, her blog link and her Instagram handle will be somewhere in the description below. But Lisa, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Thank you so much. We love, we can't wait to see what you continue to create. And we hope to see you on future tours. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to today's unfiltered podcast episode brought to you by Instasize. Follow us for more behind the scenes content from creators you love.